Hello, hello, and welcome back to Agency Nation Radio. My name is Ryan Hanley. I'll be your host today, as always, and I am joined by a very special guest, Jason Walker, the co-founder and managing partner of Smart Harbor at the Shipyard, a speaker at Elevate, and and one of our very, very special uh, sponsors of the event who is um, helping us make it uh, the phenomenal, exciting, incredible event that we know it all be. Uh, Jason, thanks for being on the show, man. Thank you, Ryan. I really appreciate the opportunity and looking forward to Agency Elevate. Yeah, you know, um, it's funny. We, uh, we you know, uh, so the shipyard kind of went different direction. We're going to talk about this a little bit. You guys became Smart Harbor. We started talking to you about, um, you know, just kind of, uh, shooting the bull, networking kind of stuff. I immediately liked um, where you and your team's head was at with uh, just just everything we're trying to do, right? We're all playing in this space, trying to help independent insurance agents in our own way, and uh, and there was there was an immediate connection in terms of, uh, of of nothing more than just the the value and the the approach to. Um, to, 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 to help an agents. And I think, um, you know, when we can make these kind of synergies, it is, it is absolutely my pleasure to put, uh, people like you and, and your organization and, and just the ideas that you have, uh, in front of them. So I think it's gonna be a good show, but before we kind of get to what smart Harbor is and all that kind of stuff, I want to talk a little bit about, um, I want to talk a little bit about your presentation. Um, and not, not necessarily just like telling me about the presentation, but, but the topics inside it, because, um, I think it's, it, it is of all the topics. Um, it is it is a unique one, right? So we're mostly speaking on customer experience. Not that this is, isn't about customer experience, but but you're talking about the digital insurance agent creating efficiency through best practices. And that word efficiency really caught my eye. Um, and I, you know, I, I, maybe take me into that. I know we're kind of maybe coming in halfway through the story. I, I'm all right with that. Let's <laughs> I, that word efficiency just grabbed me, and I was like. What does that mean? In, in, a, in a digital marketing world, what does efficiency actually mean? Sure. Uh, so the way that we kind of look at the insurance industry, especially insurance agencies, is that they still are at the core and will continue to be at the core of that relationship uh, that connects you know, carrier product to a consumer. And so we know that um, traditionally insurance agencies uh, have to work through an agency management system and rater components in order to be able to bind business. But the place where we see a lot of opportunity for insurance agencies to become much more efficient in the digital space is what we call the front office. And so if you think about before you're even at the point of bind, uh, what are all of the, the machinations that lead up to quote and bind and how can we start to help insurance agencies draw in prospects digitally, uh, manage those prospects digitally to then make that handoff between that rating system and that agency management system. And so we know about more of the commoditized play of building out a web presence and optimizing sites and helping agencies uh, create visibility in their local markets. But there are steps after that once you get uh, consumers in that funnel to be interested, whether you're paying for advertising, buying leads, running organic uh, marketing through SEO and all of the different uh, buzz phrases that are out there. What do you then do with them? And so for us and at Smart Harbor and really the background um, that, that I come from is to try to transform a local business um, into more of that digital savvy business. And so 
um, beyond having kind of the foundation set, you then need to start thinking about uh, ways to consolidate lead management um, and to move a prospect through um, that 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 point where they need to give you some information in order to get rating um, and ultimately bind. And right now, independent insurance agencies are using three to four different um, technologies in order to then ultimately get to that point of rate and bind. And our point of view is, why don't you consolidate that into one interface and one workflow and process um, in order to become efficient and be able to drive more volume in that's qualified um, and be able to look at that true return on investment? You know, it's it's funny this 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 idea of efficiency and in, in, in particularly with lead management. Um, I think a lot of people, or, or many agencies who who have stepped into and, and taken that leap into buying leads or or just moving to becoming um, an inbound sales organization right now. Um, so much of the money spent in generating the opportunities just gets dumped on the floor in this part of the process that you're describing. Um, you know, we were, uh, uh, Derek Hyde, our, our CTO and I were recently at LeedsCon and, and you're meeting with all kinds of companies and just, you know, generating opportunities is, is not necessarily difficult work, right? Um, there are plenty of opportunities out there. And uh, what Derek, you know, the conclusion that Derek and I came to over and over again after every single meeting was, um, there, you know, and there are plenty of very professional companies out there that can get you good opportunities, but how do we make sure that if you pay $7, $20, in some cases, if you're looking in commercial lines, $40 for an opportunity, um, how do you make sure that that opportunity gets your full attention um, throughout the life cycle of trying to get them in? Uh, you know, so many agencies are one touch, right? If I don't sell it on that first touch or if they contact me and I email them and they don't email me back, well, that's terrible. They're done. I can't. So it's basically what you're describing and is is this 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 process of everything from you receive opportunity to quote to bind. So what does that look like? What are some of the things that agents should be thinking about in between quote bind and, you know, a kind of obtained opportunity, all that space in the middle there? Yeah. Um, so they should think about it from the perspective that any source, even if it's a website, it's a demand generation source, right? So you have websites with SEO leads, you have the potential to buy leads like you just described from all of those partners that are associated with LeedsCon. Um, you have paid advertising that goes out the door from a lot of these insurance agencies, as well as just looking at your existing book that you've retained and trying to put it back into more of a prospecting lead gen play so that you can start to upsell on that book. So we look at all of those as different demand generation sources that you should treat really equally. Um, each one of those customers on the other end or prospects wants to go through a process that is seamless. And so our point of view is that is if you start to funnel all of those leads into one consistent uh, platform or workflow, and I'll just use CRM for lack of better terms, um, that you're able to see that, okay, of, of my investment, 40% are coming from my website, 30% are coming from paid leads, uh, 10% are coming from, you know, and the list goes on. You want to be able to start to make sense of that investment. And so if you start tracking all of the information that comes from the lead sources, as well as the lead sources themselves, and then move each prospect through the funnel of capturing information and hopefully automating a bunch of that lead capture information so that you're not having to key it in through keystrokes. Um, now you're starting to create a consistent path that no matter what the source, let's treat 
treat them all equal, we are starting to see which ones are binding. And then even if they're binding, the next question is, are we retaining them over time and able to upsell them? And you want to be able to look at all of your sources that way and attribute that uh, lifetime value to each one of your customers because you want to say to yourself at the end, I am putting smart marketing dollars into each one of these sources. And now after three months of looking at this through a complete system and process, I'm able to say, I really just want to focus on in, in, in my local market buying leads um, as well as my website, uh, because all of the other sources for now are not working. And then kind of reset your process, almost if you think about it like a financial portfolio, and you're always kind of tweaking that process, but you're doing it because you have a workflow that's consistent. And so then if you have some integrations, and I know that there are technologies out there that will integrate with uh, rating systems and even AMS systems, if you can start to create that one world view across all of the different demand generation plays, now you're able to go back to an insurance agency and once and for all say, this is where you get the most value if you're going to make an investment. Um, and so let's stick with that and let's counsel you on how to continue to hone that. And now your producers are doing what you wanted them to do and they're doing it in volume, but they're also paying attention to quality because that system or that process and workflow that you have in place is, is accomplishing that. Yeah. Well, there's a couple things in there I want to dive into. Um, so I want to come back to the idea of quality, but, but before we get there, um, when we were discussing um, your, your, your presentation on the phone, uh, you had talked a little bit about setting uh, consumer expectations and how important that was to this particular process that the, the getting to the quote to bind um, oftentimes where, where people fall out of the funnel is whatever they had in their head as an expectation of the process is not met. So can you talk a little bit about how we uh, define consumer expectations or set or, you know, whatever term you want to use, but, but maybe, you know, how do we make sure that what they get is what they expected and, and where are some places maybe where agents miss on that process? Great question. So when you think about the digital market, um, a lot of people immediately go to, well, that's 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 a fickle place to play um, because you're really looking at a bunch of commoditized consumers um, that are just trying to get the next best, best rate. And a lot of that, there's truth in a lot of that. And so what's happening is, and you've talked about it on some of your previous podcasts, is you know the continual boom of insure tech. Um, and companies are uh, taking advantage of the fact that consumers are out there looking for quick answers um, and quick processes and procedures in order to accomplish the point of bind. Um, but what gets lost in that is actually still the human touch or the human element of um, the insurance agency relationship with that prospect and consumer. And so if we just try on behalf of an insurance agency to digitize all of their business, which is at the forefront, what a consumer wants to at least get into the funnel, they're going to perform their research, they're going to fill out forms, they're going to do a lot of stuff via the web. Um, but ultimately, at the end, they need someone to help to start articulate uh, the policy options and opportunities. They need to be able to understand where there might be bundling options and opportunities, even if they look like that fickle customer coming through the door with um, one interest in mind. They usually have more um, information about them, their lifestyle, the fact that they might be a small business owner too, that usually right now only a an agent on that other end can help elicit. 
And so when you think about consumer demand, um, there's some stats out there that say that, you know, 71% of consumers are using digital in order to get into that buying insurance process. Uh, But there was an interesting uh, study uh, or quote that came out um, and it was in the insurance journal around kind of that robo insurance agent that said that 66% of consumers want some human interaction when dealing with complex financial needs and with their complaints. And so we tell agencies that at the end of the day, insurance does become more complex if you look at your customers as having the opportunity to write more than just one uh, piece of business with them. And they're going to need their hand held through that process. But what you don't want to do as leading up to that process or even after that process, you don't want to have to do everything manually. So make sure that you're able to automate and integrate with technologies to give you that real world view. But insert yourself in that middle because that's where these insure tech uh, companies can't really play right now because they're putting all of their bet on the technology alone, which is the competitive advantage to an insurance agency. Yeah. Oh, well, you just you're up on the pulpit preaching to the to the to the, <laughs> to the choir, I guess. Um, I've listened to you several times. <laughs> yeah. So you know, 100. percent I agree with you. Um, you know, JD Power just uh, released, or I shouldn't say just, but you know, in the last however many months, released their uh, 2016 U.S auto insurance shopping study, which is just a great study that comes out every year. And um, basically what they found was that uh, nearly half, so like 49% and change, um, of all insurance consumers looking for auto insurance get a quote from someone's website. Get a quote. That doesn't right. mean that they bind, right? So, But that they're out there going deeper into sites deeper and deeper into these websites and, and figuring things out. So when they come to you, they, they, they know more, right? I mean, I think it's just, but you know, this, this is the part of it, right? So they're, they're going to someone like a, like a lemonade, whatever. And, and I don't, I don't necessarily hate on, on lemonade because no. of, um, well, I, I just don't appreciate the things they say about independent agents, but, <laughs> but the, the idea of it makes sense to me, right? It's a, it's a easy to, to communicate with on demand tool that allows someone at 10 PM to talk to Maya, the chatbot and get some information and that's all good. But what, uh, you know, what I find interesting about JD Power, this JD Power study is that though, you know, uh, north of 75% of shoppers or 74% of shoppers are, are online, uh, more than half of shoppers are, or almost half of shoppers are getting an actual quote, only 25% are purchasing online. So they're 50% are with an agent and 22% with a call center. So that's 77% are or 72% are, are closing with a human being. Right. And um, I, I struggle to think that that number is going to go down too much more. I think it will go down a little more. I th- you know, as more people become comfortable and, and all that. But uh, w- the day you have a claim and you're dealing with the bot and the bot doesn't do what you want it to do, that frustration level is going to force you to want to talk to a human. And if a human's not available to help you through that process – um, you know, I can't imagine that being a good customer experience. And, and the idea that you would take something as serious as your insurance and, and maybe the, the people who do purchase only online without a human engagement, they just simply don't take insurance seriously, which very well could be the case. Um, you know, I, it's a, it's a scary proposition. You know, it's a, that's a, you're, you're, you're operating without a net or whatever, you know, walking the tightrope without a net. And, uh, you know, I, 
So I don't even know where I, I was going with that. I just no, no. I actually want to pick up on that. So we were talking about you know the presentation. Um, that's the way that this conversation is going to start is really helping agencies understand that there's this this boom within the insure tech space uh, and kind of go into those peer-to-peer insurance uh, uh, platforms that are out there, exactly like you mentioned, Lemonade. I use a couple of those examples, and it's not to um, scare anyone off. It's just to say that these are some of the trends that we can start to think about why can't an insurance agency start to pull in some of this innovation and ideation into their process, but at the same time, kind of balance that with the fact that we don't want to overcomplicate the process that has built an insurance agency's business over you know decades. It's really just thinking, what is it about Lemonade, for instance, since we're using that as the example, that we could pull into the process on behalf of an agency when we talk about integration and automation that empowers an insurance agent. But at the end of the day, the statistics that you just put out there are still around that human contact and that human interaction. And literally, that's <laughs> when we're talking about this presentation, that's the flow, is to say that we, we still, the opportunity's ripe. We just need to be able to start to put together and make sense of all of these technologies and these buzz phrases that float around out there and pull it together in a process. And if we can yeah. simplify that, it's it's beneficial. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously 100% on board with you. It's, it's you know, something that, that I've been saying a lot uh, internally at trustedchoice.com has been, um, we have to build the product that allows independent agents to be independent agents, right? right? They're not technologists. They're not marketers. It isn't, that doesn't mean that there aren't independent agents who love technology and maybe are, but that I think is more the exception to the rule, right? right. Like I'm, I could look at a financial spreadsheet and decipher a income statement and balance statement, but I'm not an accountant. So if, if I were you know, if I were a, a small business owner and I had to do the accounting piece, um, I would want to use software and tools that allowed me to be a small business owner and just do the accounting. And um, I think what you're talking about is how do we allow independent agents to be digital marketers and, and inbound sales professionals uh, or, or do those activities without losing the fact that they are independent agents and their bread and butter, the thing that makes independent agents uh, so good at what they do is the ability to build relationships and their deep knowledge of, of how insurance works and, and providing the, you know, the actual product that they provide. So right. one of the things that I wanted to, to ask you about was, um, you know, I, I feel like there's a myth in, in our space, in, this, in the independent agent space, that, that most online opportunities um, are of lower quality, right? And, and I, as much as this has been around forever, um, it still, I think, is pervasive. Uh, I listened to a call the other day. Um, a guy called up and because um, uh, we record all the phone calls that come to the platform. So uh, a guy from Boston called an agent in that area from through our platform and he said, hi, I just bought a new car and uh, I need to get auto insurance. And the woman said, um, she said, do you have a policy with us? Right. So there's qualifying question number one. I don't really want to talk to you if you don't already have a policy. And he said, no, I don't. Uh, I found you online or whatever. And um, and I want to, you know, I need to get this insurance here. I'm picking up the car today. And he said, uh, you know, it's BMW and whatever. And she's like, well, do you have a renter's policy? And he's like, well, no, I just I'm, I'm on my way to the thing. Like, I really need to just get this policy in place. And she's like, sorry, we don't write monoline auto. Click. 
<laughs> and then, and and here's the crazy part. Uh, two weeks later, we got an email from that agency saying some, you know, something to the effect of, you know, we weren't sending them good opportunities. And it's like, here's a guy who is buying a BMW. He ha- you know, he can't be a complete bum. He's buying a BMW. I mean, even a used BMW is thirty grand. Right. So, I mean, he was he was he was just he had a need, and that opportunity is seen as as a poor quality opportunity because you know. So how do we how do we work through this idea of quality? Because to me, if if I had my agent hat on, I would have said. Well, dude, even if you don't, even if you live with your parents, let me write you a renter's policy because the ten percent discount you're going to get by bundling is going to be less than the hundred and seventeen dollars that the renter's insurance costs, and you're going to end up saving more money. And now I know I have a package policy, and I can write them with more carriers. And you know that's like immediately where my mind goes. But this person, she was just like, nope, monoline auto, garbage. You know, in the trash. Move on to the next thing. Um, do you think that's something that we can? Do you think that is a concept? And so there is a question in here, I promise. Um, do you think that is a, is a concept that as we get better at managing these opportunities and we have, you know, as you're talking about, and we have processes in place to, to upsell and cross-sell and all that kind of stuff, that we look at those opportunities with, with, a, with a more open mind? Um, do you think you can change people's opinion? Or is it that some people look at them and that's garbage and some people see them as quality and that's just the way it is? Nope. I think it is all in the way that you um, basically, and it, this is going to go back to like uh, sales 101, but it's the truth. And that's part of, I think, the aha moment for all of us is that it's it's actually simpler than we probably think. Um, it's it's having the right script. And I'm you don't have to be literal with that or you can be. Um, so I'll give you a case in point, working with one independent agency that um, is actually 100% digital. Um, and so, you know, I would say that, you know, that's a strong suit through and through, but they would need trained probably on more of the, Hey, let's become, uh, let's put ourselves out there into networking events, et cetera. But their premise from the start was we just want to run our business so that we have producers in house that are able to take on demand and write business. Um, and we want to compare that writing of business, um, to agencies that might be a hybrid or just 100% traditional right now. And so one of the first things that we focused on together, because we do have a consulting side to our business where we work with the agencies to say, here are some ways that, first of all, what are your filters and what are you trying to go for and which carriers are you ultimately riding with? And once we start to break down what it is they're looking for and how they want to think about their business as far as whether they're just going to go complete multi-line um, or they're going to go monoline, we, we get that out of the way to start. And so we kind of walk through this business planning together and then say, now, next step is let's start creating that script around those filters. So you already know now, producers, the noise that will come through demand generation because we got to face it, it happens. Um, but there is a way to actually disqualify, uh, especially on phone transfers. If you can disqualify in the first so many minutes, you don't have to actually take on that lead. So what we did immediately is we saw that they were quoting 99% of all business that came through. And then they started, like most agencies, sub 10% on closing business. And we've gotten them into the 30 to 40% uh, binding rate. And their direct written premium um, per bind is actually higher than a lot of other agencies that will run programs with. 
The reason why I call that out is because it all actually started with understanding who you are as a business, scripting on behalf of that business, making sure that you understand how to work within the demand generation space. And sure, you're going to get a bad quality, but if you can run as a machine and disqualify, now you're increasing how many you will actually quote and bind. And then the icing on the cake there was they were getting more deeper conversations with the right customers and they were able to open up some of those that might just feel like monoline to start uh, becoming more uh, multi-line in the end. And that's what a lot of agents are looking for. And we understand that. Yeah. So uh, you just mentioned that uh, Smart Harbor also has a consulting arm. Um, tell tell everyone listening at home, what what is Smart Harbor all about? How do you guys work with IAs? You know, give us kind of the the deep dive on on what you guys are doing um, and the different, you know, maybe a little bit of history of the company. You know, give us the give us the the, the elevator pitch. <clears throat> okay. Um, so started out uh, ten years ago um, is when I really got into the space, uh, and it was a company that was maybe ten people uh, jammed into a house called People to My Site. Um, and it was that's when it was cool back in the day to tell people what you do in your business name. We literally were running uh, demand generation programs on behalf of auto dealerships and uh, local franchises and driving local business um, through all of the different paid aspects that you can consider as well as building out websites. We started to um, grow and really start to focus on niche industries that were um, up and coming within the digital space and insurance just stuck so much so that we said, you know, we're going to make investments here and we're going to start to section out or carve out a business for ourselves. And so when you see the shipyard, um, we were kind of born from the shipyard, uh, but said our business um, is needs to stand alone. And that's how we became smart. Harbor. And so Smart Harbor is aligned with the shipyard. If you go to shipyard.com, it's much more of marketing services. Um, but if you go to smartharbor.com, that's where you can kind of see where we're focused completely on the financial services space. And in that, uh, we provide um, products that really kind of speak to um, operationalizing efficiencies across independent insurance uh, agencies from the digital foundation, which is more of your sites and profile listings and all the things you need from a foundation perspective, but then kind of moving forward with methods to engage, which is more of that shareable content, social media, email. And then that kind of third tier is the ability to nurture with technology enabled relationship management um, in order to get an agency position to start buying leads or uh, driving demand in many different cases. The piece that um, I think differentiates is what you brought up, Ryan, um, is the strategists. And so we have a team of strategists that in addition to the technologies that we de deploy, we make sure that there's this arm um, that's working with insurance agents and really reflecting on um, the business that we're able to bring in and the business that is then ultimately written versus those that may be unqualified. And we're working with agents on a daily basis through phone discussions and through in-person discussions, um, talking about uh, what is ultimately uh, driving their business um, and where we can make tweaks, changes on their behalf so that they can start to make sense of uh, the technologies um, that are out there that really start to simplify their business if they want to go into the digital space. And so just like insurance agencies value that relationship with their customers and prospects, that's key and to our business at Smart Harbor, which is having the personalized relationship that navigates this world of digital because it's not that complicated. The problem is, is you have a lot of vendors and 
and companies out there that start to complicate the discussion and then, you know, are berating insurance agencies on a daily basis, calling them to say, hey, I've got the next best thing in digital. There are only so many next best things and and, and there's a way to simplify that. And so that's what our strategists do on behalf of insurance agents. Dude, I am incredibly happy that you guys are part of Elevate. Um, I am looking forward to your presentation and just introducing you guys to to the uh, the people that come to Elevate and just having you there. I think you have the right mindset. Um, your entire crew has a good energy and, and attitude, and and I really like it. And anytime I can surround uh, good quality people and professionals that are helping independent agents with with the independent agents that we serve at Agency Nation and TrustedChoice.com, it's 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 a pleasure, man. So thank you so much for coming on the show. This is phenomenal. I appreciate you uh, giving us a little preview of your presentation, sharing some of your expertise, telling us a little bit about Smart Harbor. Um, just let everyone uh, who's listening and wants a little bit more about you guys, where they can go to uh, get that information and get a demo or ask you questions, all that kind of good stuff. Sure. Um, so just to keep it simple, www.smartharbor.com. Um, you can get all of the information there as well as there's uh, many different touch points, whether you're sending in a forum or making a phone call, it puts you in discussion with our um, consultants and strategists. And we'd, we'd love to have the opportunity to talk more. Great, man. Hey, I, uh, I appreciate it, dude. I appreciate everyone listening. If you haven't got your ticket yet, agencynation.com forward slash elevate 17. Get it today. Get it today. See you there, guys.